You're listening to Thoughtful Wellness Revolution with Zara and Hien, where we believe wellness isn't wellness if it's just for you. Today, you're listening to a preview of a bonus episode. Before we get started, remember to give us a five-star rating and review. Let's get into it. So we are now in our bonus episode portion. And uh, as you were talking, Lena, earlier, there's something that I thought about. um, And also, this is also Zara sharing about how you felt that your first pap smear was good and and how you were used to having um, your mom's friend as a doula and and like understanding midwifery and doulas and stuff. But I think I'm curious for someone like me, you know, how can... I, um, or just anyone else, um, advocate for themselves to have a better pap smear experience. Uh, the first time I had my pap smear, it was a good experience. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a doctor, like a primary care person who, um, I felt, uh, was just very, um, what's the word? I just felt like she was very intuitive and how to like hit handle something like a pap smear. She was very like, um, informative. She's like, okay, so this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And then she, I believe she used a lot of like lube basically. Yep. And yep. it was very comfortable. And I just felt very safe and like, oh, this is not so bad because <laughs> before I was like texting uh, my, I have an aunt who's an ICU nurse. So, you know, mm-hmm. she's like a healthcare person. Yeah. And I, I was texting some other friends who had gone through it and I was saying, I'm so nervous, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And they were like, it'll be fine. Um, and, and my aunt who's nurse was like, it'll be awkward. Um, and so that first one, <laughs> I mean, the first one, it was awkward, but it was good. But then my second one, um, one that I had a bit more recently, um, it was not as good. It just felt so, and, it, and it's not like I want to blame the provider because I think she's a doctor who's doing her best and, you know, there was a nurse there and everything, but I just felt like, I don't know, in my head, I just felt like I wish this was more trauma informed, you know, like I don't, there was just yeah. something about it that just, it was not great. And then, yeah. I, I feel like you are already starting to answer your own question around this. Like we all have this like gut instinct, right. Of like what feels safe and okay. And what doesn't, and that's different for different people. Right. Um, but in my practice, um, for me, practicing trauma-informed pelvic care means assuming that anyone who walks in the door may have had previous traumatic experience. I don't need to ask about it. I don't need to know about it. I'm going to care for everybody as if that were their base level of experience, not to like treat people the same or to make assumptions, but because everybody deserves that same level of like exquisite attention and individualization in their experience. So um, I will just say upfront, I give huge shout out and kudos to my friend, Stephanie Tillman, who is a nurse midwife in Chicago. She's now getting her PhD in um, healthcare ethics. And she has a fabulous blog that if you don't know about, like you need to go Google it right after this episode. It's called Feminist Midwife. She's been writing for years. She has a weekly newsletter and she does these cool um scripts um, for providers and for patients, um, sort of coaching folks on how to talk about stuff like this. So she has a lot around um, 
trauma-informed, you know, consent-based pelvic exams and stuff. So there's a lot of good info there, but some basic things to think about when you go in, especially if it's your first, but even if it's not, um, if you've had a previous poor experience, say that up front, you know, when you're introducing yourself and like sort of addressing kind of why you're there, like, Hey, I just want you to know, I had a pap smear experience last time that just really wasn't great. I didn't feel like I was engaged or, you know, whatever the, the specifics of, I felt like it went too fast. I felt like I wasn't being told what was happening. Um, I'd really, you know, love that to be different this time. Can we talk through like how you do pap smears, um, or pelvic exams, other specific things that you can ask for lube, 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 lube is great. So some old school providers will say you can't use lube on a pap smear because it interferes with the specimen collection and it can alter the um, specimen and, and like mess up the results. There's a very easy fix to that, which is to not put the lube on the very tip of the speculum, but to put it a little bit further back. Um, and usually there's at least enough natural lubrication that you can get the tip of the speculum in and then the lube on the rest of it helps. Also, like no one should be jamming a speculum in that fast anyway, like you're going to go slow or they should be going slow. But the other thing I was going to say is, um, some people find that inserting the speculum themselves is more comfortable than having the provider do it for them because they know the angle of their pelvis and kind of where to sort of direct the speculum. So you could ask your provider, Hey, would it be okay if you like generally place it kind of outside and then let me actually insert it? Thank you for listening to the Thoughtful Wellness Revolution podcast. For the full episode and more bonus content, you can go to thoughtfulwellnessrevolution.substack.com and subscribe for only $5 a month.